0: G'day guys, welcome back to the Rugby League Guru Podcast. A lot of you guys have asked me over the last few years, can you follow the NRLW, can you do content on the Super League, and my answer is always the same, uh, I simply just don't have time because I follow uh, the NRL so intently, watch these games so many times, do notes on it all and whatnot, uh, so I thought with the NRLW Grand Final on this weekend, I would bring in an expert. And I think that, you know, I, I like to sort of pick out my could be anythings when it comes to <laughs> NRL players and whatnot, but I feel like I have got myself a little could be anything in the social content space. Very, very happy to have her on from Watch Her Footy. Welcome on.
1: Hi, Guth. And thank you so much for having me. I'm this is surreal to be on this podcast when I've been listening to it before even starting the page. So it's awesome to be here.
0: <laughs> now, now, what what's your story? Like, where where have you sort of come from? Yeah, for, for me, it's sort of you know I, I know that you've had a bit of drama on Instagram before with pages and whatnot. But I mean, I, I look at your page now, eight thousand odd followers. Uh, you've done incredibly well. I've been very impressed.
1: Thank you so much. Yeah, it was a very sporadic decision to um, make a page that follows the NRLW and. Yeah, as you can see, it's taken off and obviously there was a need for it. Um, I feel like we've definitely pushed hard to find our groove in this space. And a lot of people were wanting to see, you know, um, the girls, you know, in a more personal positive light. Um, not positive light, sorry, but more of a in-depth um page about their, you know, professional lives as uh as, you know, sports professionals. So yeah, it was amazing. Um I can't believe how much it's grown and it's, yeah, it's been awesome.
0: And obviously your page has been going great guns and, you know, I, I know it's a bit of a cliche sort of thing to say, but like I genuinely, you know, I believe it when I say it. I cannot believe how quickly the NRLW is growing. Uh, when you look back over the last few years to where it is now, I was obviously lucky enough to have uh, Jamie Soward on the podcast, who's the coach of the Dragon side, as as you would know, and, and most of our listeners would know as well because we had Southerry on uh, and just You know, the training regimes and everything, it's just at a completely different level to what, honestly, I I probably expected it to be over the next five or 10 years. It is leveled up so quickly.
1: Yeah, for sure. And I think that's what everyone was really excited about, the expansion when we announced it on our page. And it was great to see that level of um, passion behind growing the game. And of course, I don't know, um, some of your followers might not be following me, but, um, or probably are not following me, but, um, we did announce that Warriors and Bulldogs are currently in the lead to, um, join the NRLW space as well. So that's really exciting. It looks like they are really progressing the competition. I know a lot of coaches and players are, um, you know, not for it just yet, um, there is talks about that and playing teams twice, uh, but we'll see where that goes.
0: It is a very delicate balance, isn't it? You always want to be growing, but you also don't want to grow too quickly and dilute the brilliant uh, product that we have at the moment.
1: Yeah, exactly. And that's what I think a lot of people are nervous about, especially seeing that happen in the AFLW when this sport has grown so quickly, people aren't able to follow it, um, you know, the Talent has been spread thin, apparently. That's just what I've been hearing. So we don't want that same outcome for the NRLW. And I think it'll be a slow burn, um, especially if it things don't grow, grow quickly. But I think that'll be for a reason. And we'll see more of the players um, involved in staying at clubs and learning about history um, between the clubs and yeah, just seeing them grow as professionals as well.
0: It is one thing that I've noticed when I talk to uh, the women in the NRLW that, you know, like that they just seem to get at the last few years, they seem to get the end of the season. and You know, it's just a lottery where they could be playing next year. And it's very hard to build club culture, mm. club history, uh, when you are just jumping from club to club and whatnot. Like uh, as someone that doesn't follow it as intently as you, I do find it really difficult uh, when the season starts to just work out who's playing for who. I, I really like, I, I think they're heading in that direction now with longer term contracts. It really is exciting, isn't it?
1: Yeah it is awesome. I think um I did make a post before the season started about uh player contracts and mm. we did see that some were signed on for 2 year deals, 3 year deals, some 5 year deals which was amazing to see. Um yeah, it was very crazy before the season started. I honestly think I posted every single signing um and it was just crazy because players were jumping everywhere and it was it was disappointing to see because you're like how how you know, there's no real loyalty at clubs just yet. So hopefully that forms eventually. And I think that we'll see that as a, uh, as a space expands.
0: I even remember only probably two or three years ago, I had uh, Chelsea Lenarduzzi on the podcast. Absolute legend, by the way, love her. <laughs> um, and, you know, Chelsea was, you know, an Australian front rower at that point And she couldn't even tell me if she was definitely playing for the Broncos the year after they'd won the comp and she was playing for the Kangaroo. It was just, it was wild.
1: Yeah. Yeah. yeah it is wild. It's definitely crazy. I think, the girls are wanting to form more of a um, relationship with the clubs that they've joined. So hopefully we'll see that continue now.
0: Now you've mentioned your Instagram page a couple of times. You've got a podcast as well. Tell the listeners where (laughs) can they find you?
1: So on Instagram, we are called Watcher Footy. I am probably in the space of changing that name just because of a whole lot of mess with the page going up and down for whatever reason, Um, but on podcasts, you can find us at NRLW Watch. So that's where you can find me.
0: Fantastic. Now we have got the grand final this weekend. Um, And I I guess I sort of want to ask you about the Gold Coast Titans first, because, uh, you know, you you asked me to do a video a few days ago, uh, my predictions for the finals. And uh, I thought the Titans to lose that game was an absolute lock. I'm very shocked to see them there. Did did this surprise you you as much or am I just uh, not as in (laughs) tune with it?
1: No, definitely not. I definitely, definitely underestimated the Titans' potential. I think so many other people did as well. And throughout the season, they weren't – I think they they didn't shine. They kind of just won games um, very closely. It wasn't just like a blowout of the park. Yep, they're super dominant. Um, so, yeah, I didn't see Titans coming out on top, um, especially, you know, against – The Roosters, it was just – it was crazy. So, yeah, I I don't know. Um, But it's amazing to see them there now.
0: And I guess uh, on the other end of the spectrum, I fully expected the Newcastle Knights to get to this grand final. They would have been my tip for the start of the season. Uh, They've been Mm -hmm. pretty red-hot favourites, haven't they?
1: Yeah, definitely. I think a lot of people were um, predicting them to come out on top, and it shocked a lot of people uh, to see them fall down – so close to the final. Um, but you know, that happened. So it's cool to see someone else take take the top position. Yep.
0: Now tell me about the last two uh the last time that these two sides met. Have have they just played each other once?
1: Uh so they the Knights and Titans met in round four uh in Newcastle where the Knights won twenty two to ten. Uh Abigail Roach actually did score a double there. Um so that was amazing and yeah it's just crazy um after nine rounds. The Knights finished first, um, picking up the minor premiership, and the Titans finished third.
0: And I, I even saw last week, like the Titans going into that game against the Roosters. I think the last time that they played each other, I think the Roosters beat them by twenty odd points or something.
1: Yeah, yeah, wild. It was wild.
0: Very, very impressive. Now, take us through uh, the results from last week. How did the two prelim finals play out?
1: Yeah, so uh, we saw the Knights beat the Broncos. Um, sorry, rob the Broncos. So the score ended up being 30-24. to 24. Um, The Titans did knock off the competition favourites, as we mentioned. Um, the Roosters are 12 nil, so,
0: yeah. In that, uh, I've noticed over the last few weeks, you know, the, the couple of highlights I've watched and whatnot, the uh, the left centre for the Brisbane Broncos, I'm not quite sure what her name is, but good God, she looks to be a handful.
1: Yeah, she definitely is. Um, Mele Fangla, I think you're talking about. Um, she is a... She's amazing. She's so impactful, so strong. Um, so, yeah, she's she's great.
0: Yeah, very, very impressive. Um, where did it all go wrong for the Roosters? Obviously, one of the premiership heavyweights in the NRLW. I, I fully expected them to go straight through to that grand final. Where, where did it all go wrong for them?
1: I think that the Roosters aren't uh, used to being in the grind. I think every win this season, they've scored over 30-plus points. Um, so, you know, Titans are one of the best teams at winning tight. Uh, they are... They, and I guess the pressure to um, be the favourite all season, like you said, like many of us um, agree, I think that couldn't have been easy and, and they were hunted. So I think that's their downfall.
0: I think it's very interesting that point that you just made about not, not being able to get into the grind. And I think even in the NRL grand final this weekend, you've got this Brisbane Broncos side that have been high flying and putting points on left, mm-hmm. right and centre. but. The Panthers are just a different kettle of fish that absolutely love that grind. So that'll be a really interesting matchup and interesting to hear you compare the Roosters in that way. Mm-hmm. Uh, take me through this Newcastle side, uh, their strengths. Uh, I guess for me off the dome, I would say they're fullback. I absolutely love watching her play.
1: Yes, exactly. She's definitely one of the big key strengths for the Knights. Um she, I think she's gone through about four um, grand finals now, so she's definitely got that experience behind her to lead her team as well. Um, I think they're such a confident team together. They love playing together, grand final together last year, so they know what it's all about. Um, and definitely with Tamika behind them, I think, you know, the sky's their limits. They've also got Jessie Southwell in the halves. Um, a real NRLW could be anything. So I think she's amazing. She's debuted at 17 years old um, and hasn't looked back. So, yeah, she they won the premiership last year and, um, you know, she's grown into an even better player, which is crazy. And she wasn't even nominated for the halfback of the year, which is just wild. Um, I really thought she would have won it too.
0: We obviously talk about Nathan Cleary and, you know, winning back to back premierships before he's 22. You know, Southwell could mm. do it before she's 19. That's incredible.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Wild. It's, yeah, her career is just on an all time high at the moment. So it's awesome.
0: Now, I'm not sure how many of these you're going to be able to find for me, but weaknesses in this Newcastle Knights side hit me with them.
1: Yeah. So surprisingly, um, Shanice Parker and Abigail Roach, their centres. Um, they are the top two for errors made in the NRLW season. It um, hasn't been an issue or something that you really notice. Um, it hasn't costed them, and obviously they've been winning. But in a huge game like this, you know it could be very costly if um, if they make errors at crucial times. Another weak spot in the centres is Shanice Parker, uh, someone who before I looked at the stat I would have thought was a very good defender. But uh, yeah, Roach has also missed. 10 tackles uh, this season at left centre. Janice Parker has missed 32 at right centre. So if there's a spot to target for the Titans, it has to be there, I think. And that's Jamie Chapman, um, arguably one of the best strike centres in the NRLW. Very athletic and um, very hard to handle. So definitely a weak spot.
0: Yeah, no no doubt something that the coaches will identify this week. Let's talk about the Gold Coast Titans. Uh, the fairytale finish to make it into this grand final. Where do their strengths lie?
1: I think, you know... I think, as I said at the start, I really underrated the Titans side. Um, It's really refreshing to see a coach utilise their youth with their experienced players. I initially thought that the mix of the two might hinder their performance as a team. Um, But when you see girls like Riley Jorgensen, uh, Destiny and party and Shante Kiriaratu, um, who are all really young, they've really stepped out and don't look out of place at all. So that's just absolutely amazing to see uh, for the Titans. And then I guess, you know what, they'll be so confident against, um, you know, after their win against the Roosters last week, the belief around the club would have shot through the roof. Uh, they are one of those teams that enjoy the grind. So I think that'll be really important, especially in this game. Um, and that's off the back of their forward pack, who have been the, been the um, most dominant forward pack all season. Who are Shannon Mato, Jess Elliston, and Georgia Hale. Uh, Hale is a tackling machine, made four hundred and fifty nine tackles with only five missed all season, um, and she's made one hundred and twenty two more tackles than anyone else this season. So I think she can definitely pick up lock of the year and captain this year of the year tonight.
0: One hundred and twenty more tackles in the
1: next best. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. How wild is that, right?
0: She must live in an ice bath. My God, what an <laughs> effort. Um, What yeah. about the Titans' weaknesses?
1: Yeah, so surprisingly, uh, the Titans have made the most errors um, and lead the comp in errors, um, averaging about 12 a game. They made 10 last week against the Roosters, but it didn't cost them. Uh, so, yeah, a bit like the Knights' centres. If the Titans can't hold on to the ball and um, the Knights could definitely pile on the points, Apart from that, I don't think that there's really any more I can think of. I think that they're a really, really well-balanced team with youth and experience.
0: Once again, really interesting Like when we compare to the NRL Grand Final. For me, I look at the Brisbane Broncos this week and go, "Geez, if they're going to make too many errors, that Panthers side, they will make them pay for each and every one of them. And I get the same feeling with this Newcastle side, simply because they've got so much strike everywhere.
1: Yeah, 100%. Yeah, I agree.
0: Now, it's really interesting you talk about the Gold Coast Titans as well, that, you know, there's a lot of youth there and whatnot. And I sort of look at their NRL side at the moment and think the exact same thing. There's so much youth there with, you know, a bit of experience sprinkled across the park. But, geez, it could be a really exciting, you know, next decade or so for the Gold Coast Titans, uh, both their NRL and their NRLW side. How exciting.
1: Yeah, definitely. It's the question that I talk to the players a lot about. I'm like, is it something that players regret, um, or not regret, but – you know, do they wish that they were growing up in NRLW or Rugby League now rather than where they've been previously and where they are at now? And, you know, a lot of them are obviously happy with their careers and where they've ended up. But I think that they can see the potential coming through and the um, opportunities that are being, you know, presented to these young players and how much they're able to grow now. So it's just awesome to see, and I think that we're definitely seeing the best of the youth at the moment, and I'm really excited because I think there's so much more to discover.
0: Without a doubt. Now, when I have a look at the NRL grand final this week, I could name you about 15 key (laughs) matchups that I'm super excited for. You've highlighted one for us in this game. What's your key matchup here?
1: Um, If I had to pick one, it's going to go Upton um, versus Politi. So the fullbacks, uh, Battle of the Fullbacks, been two of the best players um, in the NRLW this season, both metre eaters, uh, tackle breaking machines. I just, um, you know, I would have Upton ahead based on her speed and footwork and ball playing. Uh, She really has it all, Um, but both are really good defensive fullbacks too and it should be a really interesting matchup.
0: And both have been around for a couple of years, haven't they?
1: Yeah, yeah, definitely. So um, Upton, I think... Yeah, she's been in the game uh, for ages, and then Politi, I think, has had a union background, if I'm not wrong there. So I think that they b- both bring a lot of experience.
0: Yeah, uh, 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 Tamika Upton, I, I don't know what it is about her. She's just She's got something a little bit of like Cam Munster about her. It just feels like she can just yeah. break a game open at any given moment. I find her so exciting to watch. Now, yeah. what we want to know. Your prediction, which way is this one going to go? I said that it would be Roosters V, the Newcastle Knights, so I've already ducked out there. I'm still going to back the Newcastle Knights in this one. Where are you sitting?
1: Look, I'm going to go against you. I'm backing the Titans. I just think that they are in it to win it, especially with, um, you know, the GOAT, Shannon Hancock. Um, she is – this might be her last game. That's just speculation. Who knows about that? Um but I think, you know, from her emotion winning the semis, I think that, yeah, she, uh, sorry, Steph Hancock, not Shannon Hancock, Steph Hancock. Um, yeah, she. Yeah, I think that they're wanting to win it for her, so it'll be interesting. It'll be a really interesting game.
0: Fantastic. Have you got a try scorer for me?
1: Definitely, Jamie. Jamie Chapman. Um, as I mentioned, I think that that'll be a weak spot um, that the Titans can take advantage of.
0: And the final score.
1: I'm going, uh, I'm backing the Titans with a 24 to 18 win. Oh,
0: wow. <laughs> I'm going to take the Newcastle Knights to win this one. Uh, I'm going to go 28-24 towards the Newcastle oh, Knights. Okay. My try scorer and player of the match, I'm going to go Tamika Upton, I think, my girl.
1: Yeah, yeah. of course. Yeah, I don't doubt that she will do some amazing stuff this this weekend. So I'm very excited to watch her as well.
0: I thank you so much for joining us. Just remind us once again, where can our listeners find you on Instagram, podcast, everywhere? Where can they find you?
1: So you can find me on Instagram, Facebook um, at Watch Your Footy and then on podcast you can find me at NRLW Watch.
0: Fantastic. Thank you for joining us. We really do appreciate it and uh, we look forward to hopefully having you back on next season for the NRLW once again.
1: So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch.
0: $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com.
1: Thank you so much, Guru. And just quickly, make sure you're heading to the game early to watch the grand final this weekend. Um, It's going to be an awesome game.
0: A fantastic shout. What time does it actually kick off?
1: Uh, so it's two fifty five for Queensland and then uh dollars for everywhere else.
0: Fantastic. Everywhere else that matters, right?
1: <laughs> exactly.
0: <laughs> Which actually brings me to it. Are you a New South Walshman or a Queenslander come origin time?
1: I am a Queenslander. <laughs> oh, you're
0: one of those, are you? Oh, it's devastating. <laughs> really liked you.
1: Look, I'm coming down uh, to Sydney this weekend with Broncos flags on my car, so... Look out for me.
0: (laughs) Fantastic. Absolutely love it. Thank you for joining us once again, and we'll uh, see you soon.
1: Bye. Thanks.
0: Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter.